Well, hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the Bible Breakfast, but at lunchtime. Hey. I'm Andy. And I'm Ella. And I'm Catherine. Hi. Uh, Kat, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, sure. So, jump straight um, into it. Let's go. Yeah, jump straight into it. Let's not about. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be reading um, a passage today, which is going to be from um, the book we've looked at the last few weeks, which is uh, the book of Luke. Uh, so we'll be looking at chapter 6, uh, verses 27 through to 36. So Luke chapter 6, verses 27 to 36. Um, and basically the reason why we do this is, um, yeah, for, for the three of us here um, as followers of Jesus, we really um, want to spend time um, in the Bible um, and in the teachings and the life um, of Jesus and, and learning more about who uh, God is and who we are um, and so it just helps us to focus on that um, in yeah a fairly straightforward kind of way um, every day um, to shape our lives so um, yeah if you're joining us live there's a chat that you can engage in so please feel free to send through a question or a thought um, maybe you're just interested in what we had for lunch today that's also fine um, I had a meat pie that I made myself <laughs> Oh, delicious. Yeah, I have not had lunch yet. Yeah, I have not had oh. lunch either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so don't ask us that question because it's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also we're, we're aware that you might have been at work or at school already this morning sitting, staring at a computer screen. So don't feel like you have to keep staring at a screen. Um, we're not going to do anything thoroughly entertaining visually. Um <laughs> so, yeah, feel free to put your phone down, uh, look away from your computer, go sit outside. It's a beautiful day. Um, mm. Hopefully when you're watching this, it's a beautiful day. Uh, yeah, so just feel free to pick up your phone if you've got a question or a thought that you want to share. Uh, and I will hand over to Ella. Ella. Ella, who's going <laughs> to pray for us. Thank you. <laughs> um, I would love to pray for us the prayer that we've been praying every week. Mm. Heavenly Father, Give us wisdom and understanding. As we listen to your word, may we know you better, love you more, and learn to please you in all we do. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ella. Uh, and I have the pleasure of reading uh, today's passage. As uh, Kat said, we're going to Luke chapter 6, and then starting at verse 27, we'll go through until verse 36. Uh, I'm reading from the NIV, which is um, a fairly standard translation. It's the one we use in uh, at St. John's in our church services. Uh, so Luke chapter 6, starting at verse 27. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. 
And if you lend to those who you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Mm. Uh, So Ella, uh, what we like to do after reading our passage is to retell it again in our words. So um, wait, did I say it? Oh, sorry, I've stuffed that up. It's Kat that's going to do that for us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had yeah. this all planned I'll, out and I just fully I'll do that it. today. Um, no, no, I was just telling Ella that's what we do. Yeah, cool. That's we, we retell it and Kat's going to retell it for us today. Cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> smooth, smooth segue. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, what seems to be going on here, Jesus is continuing with some teaching that um, he's been doing the last a few passages we've read in the last couple of weeks. Um, And this basically seems to be a focus on um, how his, the people he's talking to, um, a relation, how they relate to people who would be maybe considered their enemies. So that sort of seems to be the summary. Um, Here's a bunch of things that a person might do to you. And here's what I think or how I, I want you to respond in those situations. Um, and then basically closes it off, seems to be his main reason for it, is because God is like this and we should be like God. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, really focusing on the fact that God is kind to people who don't deserve it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great summary. Uh, I'm going to say hi to Carolyn, who's in the chat. She's sitting outside having vegetable soup. Sounds lovely. It's a, it's a nice soup day. It's, it's sunny, but it's kind of cold. Good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, into our questions for today then. What does this passage teach us about God and, and about Jesus? And I think, Kat, you've already um, nailed it there where Jesus finishes this part by, by saying, yeah, well, this is, this is what God is doing for us. We are enemies mm. of God a lot of the time. We're, we don't do what he says, and yet we uh, have his love, have his grace, have his forgiveness. And so... Mm. It's, it's natural then that we should be passing that on to others. So, um, yeah, the passage is showing us that, um, yeah, that God is, God is all those good things to um, all people, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, might even say that, like, even before we have, like, enemy or friend status of God, like, even before any of that, like, God makes the move to create us. Um, and to love us in that way um so it kind of almost feels like a um whoever they are love them like a yeah which is really awesome Mm. yeah there's um uh so andy mentioned the what he referred to as the translation of the bible that we're reading today so um so the bible wasn't originally written in english it's written in a bunch of other languages hebrew and greek and i think aramaic as well so it's a few ancient languages in there and that's been translated and um it's not necessarily that one translation is wrong or better or anything but um there's lots of things that 
can be captured uh, that are difficult to capture. So, for example, in English, we have one word for love. And so Andy might describe that he loved his meat pie for lunch, but then he would also sure say did. that he loves he loves his wife. And they're quite different. Also true. <laughs> you know, he probably loves his wife. <laughs> Much more <laughs> than he loves his wife. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, you know, but in, in the Greek, for example, there's actually four different words for love. And so um, that's why we have lots of different, that's part of why we have lots of different translations. Um, but, yeah, there's this really... Um, beautiful some beautiful stuff in a different translation that I looked at today which is called the message translation um and it just kind of was one that I'm less familiar with so it brought out a few different things and um at the end of what we're reading today um so verse 35 and 36 it says live out this God created identity the way our father lives towards us generously and graciously, even when we're at our worst. Um, And I think that just captures some of what Ella was saying, that um, it's not even just that God is saying, oh, be like me, but actually we have a God-created identity um, Mm -hmm. and this is is the identity that he's giving us and Mm -hmm. calling us to, um, I guess, live, live in step with that, like live live that out um yeah it's really cool Mm. yeah yeah I do love jumping into the message translation every now and again because yeah it does do that I guess paraphrasing um uh, a bit more but yeah just having that slightly different um take on it and it's you know it's often a more modern take on it or a a more poetic wording or or something like that and yeah phrases like that are a great example for it Yeah. yeah Thinking about like what this teaches us about God, just mm. thinking about um, like how different this God seems to be in terms of loving, like loving people who go against him um, or, um, yeah, loving people even before they they earn this God's love. Mm. Um, like that that seems really counter to the kinds of things that we learn about or the kinds of things that we're taught as people. Mm. Um, that's really cool. Mm. Yeah, because it's so often that, like, whether it's, um, you know, if you're thinking about the original context with with other pagan gods at the time or, um, yeah, even in today's society where it's, it's so easy to love people who are like you <laughs> yeah. um, and to expect people to be doing something before you say that you love them like yeah I don't know I can't think of a practical example but yeah like you don't just say I love you to a stranger because they haven't done anything to deserve that love from you they haven't earned it Mm. Uh, and so for God to be saying no no no. (laughs) I do love the stranger I do love the outcast I do love you when you're running away from me as fast as you possibly can (laughs) yeah I still love you (laughs) Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think something else we learn about God, and I I have to remind myself when we get to these kinds of passages where we, um, 
it can be easy to think that it's a list of do's and don'ts. Don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this. Um, but we realise like what's actually the, the reason or the purpose or the motivation behind that teaching or that encouragement. Mm. Um, and it's realising, yeah, like God actually has a reason for why he wants us to, to live a certain way. Um, mm. And yeah, like, yeah, sometimes we can fall into the trap of this thing of like, oh, it's just to please God. It's just like in a negative way kind of thing, just to appease him. Mm. Um, but that's not the kind of God he is. Like if he's a God whose character, as we're saying, is that he's loving and kind and generous and loves us when we don't even come close to deserving it, why would he do that? Mm. Um, like, and so if that's his character, then then what, what is it that's like motivating him to tell us to behave a particular way? And it's like, you think about, um, you know, God, God talks about himself as being our father and us as his children. It's like, you know, when, when you've got, um, you know, a child around you, if it's your child or a, or a relative or a friend's kid or something, quite often when you tell them, you know, oh, don't run in the car park or um, don't do that or don't do that. It's not because you're trying to like spoil their fun or mm. dictate how they behave. It's because you care about them and you want them to be safe and you want what's best for them and you know that mm. not running in the car park is a mm. really great idea, mm. <laughs> um, for example. Um, yeah, and I, I just think it's really helpful to keep that in perspective that like mm. God has a, a good reason for why he gives us these things and Jesus has a good reason for why he tells us he wants us to live like this. It's not mm. just not just because, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that viewpoint that 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 these commands come from is is a thing of people are valuable. Um, mm. and yeah, like there's, there's this innate value in people, even despite the conditions that they might find themselves in or the actions that they might be, um, a part of, or the person that they might be, that, that person is valuable. Um, I find that really incredible. Mm. Yeah. Which kind of links to the, what do we learn about people? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh before we jump there i was gonna say um uh do, do, do. just yeah just i i mean i've already already gone over it a little bit but like when in verse 34 it says if you lend to those who expect repayment um what credit is that to you even sinners lend to sinners uh expected to be repaid in full like that that actually for me is is one of the key verses in what we learn about God because he doesn't expect payment or repayment for, for anything that he does for us. Mm. Um, you know, Jesus on the cross dying for our sins, you, you know, you might expect, well, I, I need to do something to, to be able to be worth that, to, to earn it. Um, but it's, yeah, it's that, that line that's just, no, <laughs> there's no repayments necessary. God is a generous God who is gracious and kind and does not expect uh, repayment in any way, shape, or form, other than we that we love him as well and, and put him first. It's love without an agenda, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which I really love about God. Like yeah. it's, yeah. 
That's all I have to say. It's awesome. It's good. That's a good line. Yeah. (laughs) And it's Um, it's so good too because, like, you guys have both just drawn out really encouraging and interesting points that I didn't see. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's like, I find getting to hang out with you guys for this little chunk of time (laughs) so encouraging. Um, And that's, yeah, that's why, like, we always go on about, you know, join join a life group or, you Mm. know, like engage in the Bible Mm. with other people. Of course you can do it by yourself, but one of the really great things is you get all these different perspectives and thoughts and epiphany little light bulb moments that, like, I've just gained so much from (laughs) hearing what you guys have to say. Yeah, that's a two-way street, yeah. Um, Cool, Let's, uh, let's move on. What does this passage teach us about people? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the chat as well. If you're watching live or if you're watching afterwards, chuck your comments in as we go. Um, yeah, what do we what do we learn about people? We can expect to treat each other like crap a lot of the time. <laughs> like clearly yeah. there wouldn't be a need to say how to respond mm. if if this was just um second nature if this came naturally to us yeah jesus wouldn't need to say it yeah Yeah. Yeah, this is also like a really good example of like we can't immediately look at this passage and be like this says that people are bad like and that's all that they are like because jesus is saying like love these people um and so we can't be like humans are all bad or humans are all good like there's a there's a mixture here. There's something going on that's a bit more nuanced than that, which I really love. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, it does speak to how unnatural it is uh, mm. to, to love people in this radically generous and, and unconditional way um, that it's, yeah, like, you know, if someone slaps you, <laughs> let them slap the other cheek too. Um, now, obviously, you don't want to take that first out of context. And if there's an abuse situation, don't don't let that. That's not what this is saying in the slightest. Don't hear say that. Um, but it's it's about um, just being. Um, uh, I don't know what is it about being. Um, <laughs> it's it's a yeah. It's about being um, generous and and I don't know. It's not about abuse though. Don't. It's yeah. Definitely about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something I was reflecting on when I was reading it earlier was um, how, again, it can be so easy for, for us. Um, and when I say us, like I mean people, anyone um, to read it and think, oh, okay, I have to be a doormat. Yeah. I have to be a mm. pushover. Um, to love other people means letting people walk over me. Mm. And that is 100% not at all what's going on. <laughs> um, and I, I've definitely thought that in the past. I'm like, oh, mm. to be a Christian just means being nice to everybody. Mm. And being nice to everybody means that you just let people take advantage of you and and it's mm. just about always, always, always giving. No, no, that that's not what it's saying. Um one of the things, again, like in the message version that I that helps, I think, shape this is um, um, at the beginning it says, uh, love your enemies, let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. Mm. Um, if someone takes unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. And I just think that's so different because it shifts the power dynamic. Mm. It actually empowers us to behave like this. Not, it doesn't rob us. It empowers us. And it's actually a gift to us 
and a yeah. gift to the other person, like as a gift from God for us and to the other person. And um, and I think there's this cool cool bumper sticker I saw once. It was very, <laughs> very good. I don't often take inspiration from bumper stickers, but it said, um, never mistake kindness for weakness. Mm. And I think for me that kind of sums up a lot of what's being said here. Never mistake kindness for weakness because kindness and generosity and humility and, and this love without an agenda, what Alice said, what's going on here, that actually takes a huge amount of strength and a huge amount of trust in God and who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, a, and a huge amount of love for the other person and mm-hmm. for God. And so, yeah, like it should be something, yeah, like what does it do when we read this as something that's a teaching that empowers us mm-hmm. rather than robs us, I think is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that that's great. Um, again, thanks, message, for, <laughs> for drawing out uh, uh, new meaning. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, the, it's another gospel in this same section where um where it says by by loving your enemies you'll heap burning coals on their head <laughs> which yeah. is such a like whoa <laughs> uh, maybe i don't want to love my enemies that seems really harsh um but it's it's the same thing you were just drawing out cat that by by showing love to people who are um not showing love to us that we um uh yeah we like we can draw out their their badness and, and highlight that for them. Cause if someone comes up to you and it's abusive and rude and mean and just not nice and you're calm and loving and generous towards them, that so often just like pumps the brakes for them because mm-hmm. they're ready for a fight and they're ready for, um, you know, to get riled up or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, here you go. Take what you need because I love you and I want to love you. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, um, it can do wonders just to, to diffuse situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carolyn is in the chat and um, she's highlighting that when you um, know that Jesus loves you and you have him in your heart, then that makes it easier to love others because um, it, it, it overflows from you, doesn't it? when you know that you are loved completely unconditionally and that applies to everyone as well, then it's easy. It's easier to, to show that love to people because you're, yeah, you're imagining that or you're acknowledging that um, that person is just as equal of, as of God's love as you are yeah. just as worthy. Um, uh, yeah. She goes on to say that um, it's still not easy and, um, uh, it's not, not still not easy to love others who do wrong to you, but God can help. Um, having a relationship with God can help. And, yeah, we have to ask God for forgiveness when um, when we don't do it right, and he does forgive. So, yeah, thanks for those thoughts, Carolyn. Love to hear them. Um, yeah, Ella, any, any additional thoughts? I was just thinking about, um, like, I wonder what a practical way of, um, like, taking on this idea of if, if someone – um, takes your coat, then give them your shirt. Mm. Um, and if someone slaps you on one cheek, like give them the other also. I was thinking about like how can we do this? Because we were saying before, like don't, like the, there's abusive situations where you, mm. like we're not talking about being a doormat here. Yeah. Um, but that might look like um, 
like if if you hear like um giving someone the space to and this this would be dependent on the situation Mm. um but you might find yourself in a space where you want to ask someone can you tell me more about that um or like um encouraging them and and questioning them about what they're saying and, and giving them a voice in that situation and that might be better in person when you know that person better um but I think maybe yeah um kindly and gently inviting them um might be a way of doing this what do you guys think Mm. I think it's an important question Ella because yeah like it it can be it can be easy for us to just talk about these things as concepts and then yeah. it's like, oh, what, what do I actually do? And that's why we have one of those questions about like what does this look like in your life, yeah. you know, yeah. this week or today? Um, yeah, I think um, like just off the top of my head, I, I like what you're saying in terms of um, seeing there's a person behind the behaviour. Yeah. And so uh, it's like, it's like you know, we often hear about I feel like it, particularly with like youth you know with kids in high school and stuff you know that they're misbehaving or they're acting out or they're doing this and it's like well what's the story behind why that's happening what's going on for them um and how can you actually step into that situation and be someone who helps transform it and so yeah like um I'm just thinking of like a lady I heard speak once and she um she was in a situation like overseas where she was, um, her family was able to take in kids like off the street and stuff. Mm. And she said like, it was always really interesting seeing the ones that hadn't quite figured out yet that they were accepted and loved because Mm. they'd steal food from the pantry when no one was around Mm. and they'd like take money out of people's purses and things when no one was there. And she'd just say to them, you just need to ask, Mm. you're going to get fed tonight. Like, and it was this thing that she could see beyond the immediate behaviour that was being shown and see the person and the story that was there and speak to that fear and that insecurity and, and you know, a lifetime of having to fend for yourself and, mm. you know, that kind of thing. So I wonder if that's kind of an example of, yeah, like actually talking to a person, giving them an opportunity to share mm. and understanding why that behaviour is happening. Yeah. And, of course, that... That comes with an emotional, like depth, and can sometimes it can often be quite heavy. Um, mm. So, yeah, there there are some situations where you might not want to do that mm. or have the mental space to do that. Mm. But if you do, I think it could be a really good practice. Mm. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, that's a great uh, segue into our last question, which we've already begun answering but how should this passage affect the way we live um yeah and it is it is just i think about opening those doors and um when someone's in need then you open that door further (laughs) Mm -hmm. um if someone yeah needs anything like i mean we've we've just um set up a few uh, food initiatives at St John's. We've been talking about this a fair bit this week, um, including a, a food pantry, which is now fully stocked and operational. Um, uh, but I, my hope would be for that that food pantry that, you know, someone might just need 
you know, I don't know, a tin of tomatoes or something. Um, but but the whole pantry is there and and it's freely accessible. It's you, you need you need a tin of tomatoes here. Have the pasta as well. Have the, you know, have yeah. some um some herbs and spices and, and some salt and pepper, like whatever. Um, because if you if you have this small need, we want to bless you and we want to give you this this big solution to that need. Yeah. Um and so I think it's been I feel like it's abundant problem solving <laughs> in that we want to be, we want to be, we want to acknowledge and see the person's problem and we want to bless them and love them and go over and above what they've been asking for, um, for the solution to be, or, you know, whatever they're needing or asking for, whatever. Yeah. I think too on on a practical uh, like yeah on the practical level um, I think I can't remember which one of you said it but you were like you know this really mirrors God's relationship with us yeah and then gave a few examples of how um, and it's like well there's some examples for us I mean we're not God and we can't do what God's done in terms of you know um, <laughs> Jesus dying on the cross and forgiving the world's sins and so you know like but um, but he does call us to be part of what he's doing so I suppose part of it could even just be saying um, hey God like this is interesting can you show me more this week how you've loved me like this. Mm. Show me more of that so I can kind of get a bit more of an understanding and examples of it. And then can you show me how I do that for other people? Mm. Um, yeah. Because that's the thing, like we don't have to, we don't have to figure this out, just the three of us here and whoever's on the chat. Like <laughs> you can say, God, like I want to understand this. I want to be able to live this. Yeah. Um, and the thing is too, is we're probably going to be figuring it out for the rest of our lives. Like there will be days that we're terrible at yeah. it. There'll be days that we're the person that someone else is sitting there going, how do I love them? <laughs> like, like sometimes that yeah. will be me receiving yeah. the love, not yeah. just giving it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think mm. just bringing it to God and saying, mm. okay, how do you do this? Help mm. me, help me like, yeah, just show me how you love me because yeah. that's really cool. And I think it's also really important to ask God how God sees those people as well mm. who are trying to love. Like that's really big. Yeah. I think when we start to ask God to show me the image of God in this person, show me that this person is a child of God, show me how you see them with your yeah. love and your grace and your forgiveness. Um, yeah. Because Ah, God sees people in just in such cool ways. Like we talked about um, last year on our beach mission, um, seeing people um, as washed by Jesus, mm. um, like seeing people as, um, yeah, pure and clean and beautiful and kind of baptizing them in the way that we see them. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. There are still so many ways that we could be, saying how do we can love people. I, I want to leave us with this one because it's it's directly from the text and it's really great and it's important to be doing. Pray for those who mistreat you. Yeah. Um, just pray for them. If you don't know how what else to do, just pray because um, prayer is great. Speaking of prayer, we've got to wrap it up because it's now 16 minutes past one and we're going over time. Um, but let's uh, bring this all to God and Allah's going to close in prayer for us. Cool. Lord and Heavenly Father, you have brought us safely to this new day. 
Keep us by your mighty power. Protect us from sin. Guard us from every kind of danger. And in all we do this day, direct us in the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Ella, for joining us. It's been great. Thanks, Carolyn, in the chat and everyone else who's been watching. Uh, Stay tuned. We're going to make a decision after we get off this live stream about next week's timing. Uh, We're probably going to shift it into the morning because, um, well, it doesn't seem like there's many people watching live. (laughs) So we're going to try doing it in the morning for a couple of weeks, see how that goes. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts, uh, drop them in a comment below or send me an email, andy at stjohnsdc.org.au. Until next week, thanks for being with us and uh, yeah, keep reading that Bible. See ya. See ya. See ya.